Growing Up, our brand new resource for churches and parents is out now. Woohoo! With Sunday school sessions, training videos, podcast episodes for parents and one for the whole family. All there to help our children navigate the confusion, filter the messages they're surrounded by and hear God's good story. All our Growing Up resources point to the Heavenly Father who loves our children even more than we do and has the answer to their biggest questions about who they are and how to live. Together, as families and churches, we can support each other to start good conversations about bodies, gender and marriage so our children can grow up hearing God's good story. Head over to the website faithinkids.org and find out all the details about growing up. Hi, I'm Ed. I'm the director of Faith in Kids. I'm also a dad to Beth, Tom and Josh, and I'm married to Mary. Jam, who are you? I'm Jam Carey, which is a ridiculous name. My real name is James. I'm married to Melissa and I have two daughters called Rosie and Tilly, uh, and I'm a Christian. I also, uh, I'm a script writer. I write comedy and including CBBC and that kind of stuff. So that's why I particularly have an interest in Faith in Kids, but mainly because I'm a Christian dad and it's pretty hard work. (laughs) That's what most people tend to say. Yeah. Uh, I have a minister who said to me, all parents said are tired and feeling guilty. Remember that before you talk to them. Yeah. It could be true. Well, I think it is true. And I think our listeners hopefully know that we're already on their wavelength. So if you're a parent who isn't feeling tired and guilty... Don't now start to feel guilty for feeling like that. For not feeling guilty. If you're a Christian parent who really is enjoying the adventure, then keep enjoying the adventure. Great. Don't look back. Yeah, stop. We're going to stop pulling on that thread. You should stop listening now. But other than that, if you feel a bit tired and a bit guilty, especially about not really opening the Bible with your kids, which is really hard to do, then keep listening because that's what we we are all about that, aren't we? And I want to say, Jam, it's not really hard to do, but it's really hard to start doing it. Exactly. Actually opening the Bible with your children is surprisingly easy yeah. and encouraging. Yeah. But actually sitting down with your kids so that they're in the same place, not screaming at you and each other mm. with a Bible open, that bit is yeah. the hard part. And that is why we have possibly foolishly launched two podcasts at the same time, yes. confusingly. So this is the Faith in Parents podcast. This is for parents. Um, and there is also the Faith in Kids podcast, which is f- for kids, for you to listen to with your kids. And it's basically, we've cut the grown-ups boring talking stuff out of it. And these are going to come out as a pair. So each pair is looking at the same bit of the Bible. In this case, episode one, Jesus riding into Jerusalem. Okay, so why are we looking at that bit of the Bible Because we're looking at the wonder of Easter. Tell us about that. Okay, I've written a book called The Wonder of Easter. Uh, I have a sneaking suspicion that most parents who are Christians know that the Bible should be in their family life, but find it hard to get into it. I wrote this book to make it easier. It's 10 minutes each study, 35 of them, 
to get your family ready for Easter. I hope this is a book that you could pick up if you've not normally opened the Bible, had a chat with your kids about it. You could start here, you could have a go. If it really goes badly, I'd love you to... Sorry. I think it probably will go badly because my Bible <laughs> times normally go badly with my kids. Yeah. But if our book isn't good enough, you should really just email me and say, it doesn't work because of this. My kids need a bit more of that. Yeah, but you can't do that unless you actually buy it and try it. <laughs> that's right. And that's what we're about, really, isn't it? It's like, it's, it's not rocket science, just give it a go. That's it. So there are 34 studies. We're not doing 34 podcasts, though, are we? No, we're going to do 15. So out of these 34 studies that go from Pancake Tuesday to Easter Sunday. And some of them are in the Old Testament to give you the background to what's going on with your kids. But we have picked out just 15 of these that in the book we have called Key Story. So there are 15 key stories. So if you did nothing else, you do these 15. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's a good number. If you get 15 done in easter that's pretty good (laughs) it could well be 15 more than you'd be tempted to do otherwise and so having read the book myself and we've talked about it obviously a lot i've sort of realized that there's no substitute for just opening the bible and you know just going through some of the questions we're not necessarily looking for right or wrong answers it's just having that discussion and to make that step seem a bit easier on each of these parents podcasts yeah we have got me Doing one of these Bible times with a different bunch of children. I've borrowed a family's children, different bunch for each of them, different ages, different stages. And I'm trying to do a normal Bible time with a bunch of children who aren't my own children to demonstrate. So that already makes it a bit weird. But it there's, does. No, there's nothing we can do about it. That's right. And I, I'd like to think it makes it a bit more chaotic and a bit more confusing and a bit more surprising. Because with the experience of my family is that is the normal way it is. So on this podcast, the Faith in Parents podcast, you'll find me doing this with some children. You might pick up some tips, but hopefully you'll mainly just think, all right, it's chaotic when he does it. I could probably have a go and it'll probably be chaotic when I do it. Yeah. Is that how low the bar is? (laughs) I could could almost clear that. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, exactly. And then the Faith in Kids podcast is looking at the same passage with me and the recording taken out and just a few snippets and highlights and sketches yeah. and chat. Yeah, so on the Faith in Kids podcast, there is, a well, uh, there is a well-read Bible reading. In fact, we'll put that on this podcast for you just to get you into the passage. Um, and then there's um, opportunities for a little bit of discussion, Ed and I being a bit silly talking about donkeys in this particular occasion um, and lots of stuff like that. There's a sketch as well, uh, which is a, a, fun, a fun sketch, hopefully, and a bit of music. And so hopefully the whole thing sort of feels like something your kids could listen to in the kitchen, having breakfast or um, uh, or in the car on the way to school. It's not a substitute for opening the Bible with your kids, but it's kind of maybe a bit of a jump start um, if, if the batteries are currently flat and you don't quite know how to get them. Get, so get yourself going. To make the most of this, buy the book, The Wonder of Easter. Get it from the Good Book Company. Get it from Amazon. Turn up to page 11. It's the first one. Day one, the return of the king. You're now going to hear our brilliant friends who are professional actors read this first story to you. It's in Luke 19, verse 30, and then 35 to 40. Listen into this, and then we'll see what happens next. 
Our reading is Luke chapter 19, verses 30 and 35 to 40. Jesus said, Go into the town you can see there. When you enter it, you'll find a colt tied there. No one has ever ridden this colt. Untie it and bring it here to me. So they brought it to Jesus. They threw the coats on the colt's back and put Jesus on it. As Jesus rode toward Jerusalem, the followers spread their coats on the road before him. Jesus was coming close to Jerusalem. He was already near the bottom of the Mount of Olives. The whole crowd of followers was very happy. They began shouting praise to God for all the powerful works they'd seen. They said, God bless the King who comes in the name of the Lord. There is peace in heaven and glory to God. Some of the Pharisees said to Jesus, Teacher, tell your followers not to say these things. But Jesus answered, I tell you, if my followers don't say these things, then the stones will cry out. So we've just had the Bible read by two professional actors, which is great. Um, but it's better if you read it aloud with your kids so that it kind of goes in, isn't it? I mean, you would just want to open the Bible and try and read it. I mean, that's that would be a start, wouldn't it? Yeah, and it might be that if you've got a couple of children handy, uh, you know, one can be the voice of the Pharisees and one can be the voice of Jesus. Mm. Uh, if your children can't read, you do all the reading. These are all normal stuff of telling stories. Yeah. So um, should we have a listen to hear some little snippets of how you got on with your two young friends? Yeah. So this is Mark and Ollie. You'll hear them introduce themselves. Uh, their parents are friends of mine. Uh, what I'm thinking as I'm doing this is just can I get them both talking? Can I make it so that they are doing the talking instead of me? And can I make it a normal conversation? So there's some bits where I laugh a bit. There are some bits where I just think, oh, I wonder what they think about that. The goal is just to get them talking and get them into the Bible so that when we leave, they say, hmm, that was kind of all right. We should do that more often. Yeah. So it, it gets pretty weird pretty quickly. Um, and if people listening to it might be slightly baffled by what they're hearing. Can you just tell us yeah. what we're listening to? Yeah, I was. Uh, I think there is a problem that, you know, English people, people living in England, find it quite hard to get excited to shout to sing. So I thought, why don't I push a chair across the room with some sort of stuffed toy on it? And I said, the chair is the donkey. The stuffed toy is Jesus. He is walking past you. Mark and Ollie, can you try to get excited and shout the stuff the crowd shouted? It was really an exercise in, for a moment, can we just have an out-of-body experience where we're not sat around a table desperately trying to work out right answers? Yeah. Great. Well, mission accomplished on that score. <laughs> Let's have a listen. Okay, ready? God bless the King in the name of the Lord. God bless the King in the name um, of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory to God. Peace in heaven and God glory to God. Peace in heaven and glory to God. God bless the King and glory to the Lord. Peace. Can you just talk, talk me through that? So, I... Uh, Asked them when I arrived, the one thing I need for this Bible time is a soft toy or an action man or something that can pl play the part of Jesus. They brought me down a saber-toothed fluffy tiger. So I put him on a chair and I pushed that chair across their kitchen mm -hmm. and encouraged them to shout their own version 
of what was in the Bible that the crowd shouted right. at Jesus, at me, with the chair, saber-toothed tiger. Yeah, I mean, it sounds so straightforward now you say it like that. <laughs> but what, what's, the, what's the thinking here? What are, you, what are you trying to do? I think there is a problem for adults and children that we think the Bible is, is either boring or just ordinary. Hmm. And it's quite hard to imagine as we're reading this story that this is actually crowds who are actually going delirious, who are throwing their clothes on the floor, who were waving palm branches. They thought the king had arrived who would literally take over the world and make them the most powerful nation in the world. Hmm. I would love children to get just a little of that idea And the best way I can do that is to make them shout as if they're in a football stadium, which is a context they can understand where people go delirious and scream and shout and it's their heroes. I don't do it very well, but I think when we open the Bible with children, we we have to think a little creatively about Hmm. how do we show them what's actually happening? Brilliant. Here we go. Mark, can you pray for us as we look at it together? Off you go. Dear Lord, uh, please help us to concentrate on what we're reading and please help us to remember that all this comes from you and we can know that it's true because it's the bible and it's your word amen amen smashed it mark i'm already enjoying this here we go questions ready (laughs) easy how did the crowd feel as jesus arrived and why did they feel like that overjoyed and thrilled because they saw their king just check the verse is there anything else we've missed how they felt why they felt like just check the verse there's no rush they might have felt like curious or elated to find out more about him because they can just go after him okay so he's arrived they're curious they can actually see him mm-hmm. okay great anything else we've missed mark well they were happy yeah why um, because Jesus was here, so they were shouting praise to God. Okay, they were happy he'd arrived. Doing very well, boys. Loving this. Okay, verse 39. How did the Pharisees feel and why? You read that one to us, verse 39. I'll ask you both. Some of the Pharisees said to Jesus, Teacher, tell your followers not to say these things. Okay, so Ollie, how did the Pharisees feel? Angry, and they felt like, why is why is everyone praising this man sitting on a donkey? Thank you. And to add, Mark, you've got to add the facts. Uh, I think they felt quite jealous of Jesus. Okay. Uh, probably because they were used to having the attention and being in charge. Okay. And now they weren't. Yeah. I think we've got two, possibly three questions left. Imagine being so excited about a man that you shout, sing, and dance in the street as he rides past. Okay, so if I'm honest, when I push a saber-toothed tiger on a chair past you in your own kitchen, you struggle to really shout. Okay, it's a bit embarrassing. Okay, so I want you to imagine that there's something about Jesus that actually makes you, in the street, shout and sing and dance. Probably... If I've heard of all these miracles he he'd done, yeah, and how it was God who allowed him to do that, I would probably be singing and yeah. shouting. Okay, 
I probably won't be dancing, but I'd probably be singing and shouting praise. Okay, thank you. In verse 40, Jesus says, let me read it. Jesus answered, I tell you, if my followers don't say these things, then the stones will cry out. Okay. Jesus says, if he was, if, if he did what the Pharisees said, and he went, shh, no one said And he rode into Jerusalem on a donkey in total silence, and everyone's standing like statues. Jesus said, the stones would shout. Okay. Was he serious? And could anything make stones shout? He could. He could. So you hang on, you said no, he wasn't serious, but then you said he could. He can make stones shout, I think, because he has the authority. Okay. But um, I don't think the stones would shout. Okay. He wouldn't make them. Thank you, Ollie. Mark, what do you think? Uh, I think it was like symbolic to say people would protest or something. Yeah. Do you think English stones would shout in English and Hungarian stones would shout in Hungarian? Or do you think they all have a stone language? I don't know. It depends what God would want me to do. <laughs> would you want to guess, Mark? Um, I think they have stone languages. Okay. So we, I mean, that would be the downside of shouting for Jesus is we wouldn't understand them then. Now, I just want to know, have, have you ever seen or heard people try to shut up people who talk about Jesus so you know the Pharisees are saying this shouldn't be happening have you ever have you ever been in a situation where people have tried to stop others talking about Jesus no 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 Uh, I have you have yeah okay why do you think that happened what what was it you think that made them want to try and stop the conversation I think because they had heard it many times before and they still didn't believe it. Okay. So they just didn't want to hear it again. Could you imagine it happening, Ollie? Can you imagine people saying, no, stop it. Stop talking about Jesus. Yeah. What do you think would make someone say that? Um, No, they just think, well, they might believe in something else. Okay. Or they might think, like... It's stupid, and there's how how could you even believe that that's true? Okay, what would Jesus say to them? Do you think he'd probably give them a story? <laughs> he'd probably tell them a story. If you just had to tell me one sentence of what you think is happening in this story, just one small sentence. If you were going to send a text message to the world and say, you know, you need to know what happened in this story, what would be your short sentence? Do you want to start, Ali? Um, Jerusalem, half of Jerusalem are shouting praise to Jesus while Pharisees are protesting. Thank you. Mark, do you have a crack? Um, maybe like, however much you protest, you cannot stop God's word. Great. So the beauty of what you're doing there is, I mean, I, I, as I was listening to it, I was thinking, oh, Ed's being very wise and asking insightful questions. And I thought, oh, all of these questions are in the wonder of Easter. Um, and so, you know, we mention it again, get hold of the book. 
and then you've basically got a bit of a step ladder or you know a leg up but there are also little bits in it and questions where you sort of follow it up or ask funny questions and that kind of stuff and people listening may be thinking oh I don't think I can do that um, so people might be even more depressed than they started when they listened to this uh, episode help them please and yeah. <laughs> help help yeah. me um, because you're a professional yeah. and we're amateurs, yeah. although in a way all parents are amateurs. Uh, we're all clueless. We're all clueless. I, the reason for playing this on a podcast is, yeah. Ed, with two arbitrary boys, is I think it is possible that some of us have set a very high bar that we believe it looks really like an adult Bible study with very well-behaved children asking very deep questions of us and us having very deep answers. The reason for recording this is to say it is still just a chat round a table and you don't know how it's going to finish and you don't know what it's going to look like. I do see that I have done this a few times and I might say some stuff that you might not say. But do just hold on to the simple idea. It's people who love each other round a table, having a conversation for 10 minutes. Yeah. That happens all the time. And it's worth saying that, that the, uh, the, the full-length interview takes longer than 10 minutes. And so you're actually spending longer. Yeah. Um, and, and it was an unusual situation because you're not, you're not their real dad. Uh, yeah. You're not their dad. Yeah. Um, and so there's an artifice to it. But we're just trying to give people a flavour of yeah. kids surprise you with answers. Yeah. There, are, are, there are some laughs along the way. Yeah. There are some moments you think, wow, you've really got that. Yeah. Uh, or uh, sometimes, wow, I didn't see that. Yeah. And, and um, <laughs> uh, what clearly isn't in that recording is the time, you know, one strops off in a huff and refuses to come back to the table. Yeah. Or you totally lose it and think, I'm done, I'm off to work. Yeah. No, that, that isn't in that recording. But that sort of thing happens in my family and it probably happens in your family. Hmm. So... Uh, tell, I, us, tell us about a photograph that your wife took, <laughs> which is very I, reassuring. I have a photo that will be on a blog post somewhere where it is me in the middle of the sofa with my Bible open in one hand and the wonder of Easter in the other. And leaning over the arm with their head on the ground is my daughter and leaning over their other arm with their head on the ground is my son. And really, it's just a pair of bottoms with me in between them <laughs> where they are essentially saying, I'm totally done with this, Dad. Uh, Mary took this because she thought Ed spends his life telling people how to do this and they need to know that it normally goes wrong for him. Right. Uh, job done. Th- job done. Yeah. This is why we've recorded it, to say it's still just you and some kids. Yeah. So this is why you've written The Wonder of Easter. To make, it, to make a, a, a normal business mm. feel easy. And this is why we've recorded Faith in, we're recording Faith in Parents podcasts because we want to help parents to do this and to make it part of their normal daily, weekly uh, routine and why we've recorded a Faith in Kids podcast. Which is really just saying to kids, uh, we're going to get alongside your parents and make a start in this passage. And at some point you just hit pause and you have a go yourself. Yeah. And hopefully the other material on the podcast will, you know, make people laugh or think or, or angry. Um, And, um, and it will just hopefully fuel the discussion for a little bit longer or might make you come back to it or, or something like that. I'm really aware that I wrote a book claiming it's for beginners. It's really easy. It's just 10 minutes. If I've got that really wrong, send us an email. Drop yeah. us an email. Tell us what it is. Tell us the problems. Tell us the joys about this podcast as well. Yeah. Uh, when you listen to me doing this with Mark and Ollie, what do you find yourself thinking? Yeah. We'd love to hear that. Yeah. So we have an email address. Podcast 
at faithinkids.org. Podcast at faithinkids.org. So, um, and hopefully in future episodes, we'll be able to read out your questions and there might be some specifics uh, so we can itch where people are scratching or scratch where they're itching. I never quite know <laughs> what an itch or a scratch is. I mean, I'm a writer. I should know, really, shouldn't I? Continuously and continually. Do you know the difference between those oh two? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I don't. Don't tell me now. Okay. Save it for another podcast. I don't think I have an no. answer for you. It's okay. Oh, dear, oh, dear. That's a whole other podcast. Great. Well, um, Godspeed, everyone, and uh, good luck. And uh, we hope and pray that the Faith in Kids podcast, episode one, which is available now, if you can hear this, you can hear the other one. Maybe listen to it first if you like, so you know what to expect. Um, and we I'm hope... going to say a prayer to finish, Jan. Oh, that's a great idea. Okay, let me pray. Dear Father, we thank you that Jesus said to them, I tell you, if my followers don't say these things, then the stones will cry out. Father, however hard we find it is to open the Bible with our children, to talk to them about Jesus, to raise them to know him better, We thank you, Father, that they have been built, designed, invented by you to cry out praise to your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, that is a truth. We hold on to it tightly. We pray, Father, for each parent who longs for their children to know their Saviour better, to have the words to say, the moments to listen, the wisdom to offer, but most of all, to trust you, their Heavenly Father. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Ed. Thanks for listening and speak to you next time. Cheerio. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Ed. I'm the director of Faith in Kids. Okay, stop. Uh, You sound like you're tired because you sighed. Okay. As you were saying. I always sigh. Okay. Yeah.